I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Recording. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Fail Like an Artist with your hosts, Julie Battisti and me, Phoebe Ganza, a podcast discussing all the ways we've failed as artists with insight, advice and humour. Each episode, we will discuss a failure and what we've learnt from it. Howdy doody. Howdy doody, Julie. I've missed you. Howdy doody. <laughs> yeah, I've missed you. It's nice to see your face. Ah, it's been a lot. It's been a minute. It has been. Yeah, it's been a long old minute. <laughs> Stretched out. <laughs> when are your kids weeks. going back to school? <laughs> God, they really like to 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 make these holidays elastic. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back in the world of podcasting and arting and using part of my brain that's been dormant for three weeks i feel like my whole routine was off without chatting to you like every day Mm. yeah it's funny how we got into quite a nice groove and then i did feel a bit lost actually i felt a bit untethered yeah it was it was it was interesting for me because i i didn't quite realize how how big a part of my brain space had, had kind of got invested with the podcast and like when we weren't doing it it was my brain was like "Mm, excuse me but I'm bored (laughs) (laughs) uh we had this really good thing that we were doing and uh you're not doing it anymore so (laughs) really bored over here (laughs) and I was like oh no I don't remember having that before like I couldn't that voice didn't exist before (laughs) but now it must be like people that run, you know, and when people have to run all the time and then they stop running and then they get really eggy if they can't run. I, I'm, I don't know. I've never had that. <laughs> I have to force myself to run. It always feels good exactly. afterwards, but I'm not the sort of person yeah. that's like, oh, I need or, to run. My husband, yeah, like my husband surfs and he, he doesn't go surfing for a few days. He gets a bit tetchy. Yeah, my husband and, runs um, and if he doesn't run or bike, yeah. he gets all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Where, and I was a bit like that with the podcast. <laughs> or with you. You know, like, I was just like, oh. oh. Well, I did, so you and my other it's art buddy both yeah. have school-age mm. kids. And so for the past two and a half weeks, I haven't had my daily art chats. Mm. I've watched, like, a lot of TV. I've gotten through all of my <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> Let's get desperate. Oh. <laughs> so it's not good for any of us. Yeah. Well, soon you'll be joining a me in a, I know. In a year and a half and then and then we can both be doing school holidays together oh and I make it sound terrible like I think just you know it it was nice like there was lovely parts of it you know I do, I do love my kids I sent you a lot of parenting <laughs> memes yeah I loved all the parenting <laughs> memes I appreciated every meme ah because it's it's hard it's all or nothing you know like it's so it's all or nothing. And I felt like that first week, especially the first week, especially was the weather was really, really bad. And it was um, Easter and lots of people went away on hol- like holidays and things. But we didn't. And so then it was just like being sort of stuck at home in the rain and the cold and, you know, everybody's away. So <clears throat> you can't even organize play dates and see friends or, you know. Yeah. I felt really homesick this Easter. Mm. I think it's like we yeah. were at home and my husband was working, so we didn't really do anything apart from like the Easter egg hunt. Yeah, and I think it's just like compounded a bit sometimes. It gets lonely. You don't sort of notice it in general day-to-day life, but I feel like you always sort of do when those, you know, event yearly events happen that mm. are kind of family orientated. Yeah. And that's when I always sort of notice the absence of family because everybody else is spending time with their family yeah same and so for you know for both of us having family overseas it's quite it's just suddenly sort of shoved in front of your face something that you kind of have managed to <laughs> suppress for the rest of the time so yeah I did I felt quite homesick and my mum's been not very well and my sister's been going through a bit of a difficult time with stuff and so yeah, I sort of just was like, oh, if only I could just, you know, get in a car and drive over and see them, but I can't. Mm. <laughs> mm. So yeah. You were really good with April for Artists during that time though. I was pretty impressed. It's been just great to see like so many people taking part. And I think I just felt a bit like, I'm a bit of a stickler for like, if I've said I wanna, I'm gonna do something, I don't wanna not do it then. Do you know what I mean? And and I I was showing everyone that it was okay to fail at April for artists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew, you know, I knew that you it's harder for you. Like you've got a baby, you know, that takes up a lot of daytime and nighttime. <laughs> and I so I was not, you know, like expecting us both to be doing it the whole time. I and I I've missed a couple of days, you know, here mm. and there, a few days. I actually did enjoy having something to think about, like because, like I said, my brain was like, nah, "I'm gonna podcast," so it need I needed something to attach my thoughts to that I, that I was able to achieve because I couldn't really paint much. It felt quite nice to have like a to think about the next day's post. So I did a lot of looking at April for artists <laughs> this year. I haven't done. I haven't, I've been a really bad participant, but no, but that's okay. That's just the way. Know? Do you know what we said? Oh, we're going to take a two week break from the podcast, and my man went. My <laughs> man went. All right. I'm switching it off now. <laughs> that was it. Exactly. And that 
probably would have been healthy for me as well. <laughs> really, in the end, it became quite a nice thing to have as a kind of just something for me in the day that was a, for me and it wasn't about looking after kids. So it, it actually served a nice kind of creative purpose. Mm. And and it made me more interested, I think, in in the challenge as a whole and seeing how it was helping other people. But again, I just think it's fine that you didn't <laughs> do many posts. I was, yeah. Whenever you did, it was nice and interesting and I loved what you did. I did quite a lot of my stories, which was a nice way of doing it, I think. Yeah. But the reason why I stopped doing them a few days was I did a couple where I rushed it and thought, I'll just put something up because I want to participate. And I put the picture mm-hmm. up and like wrote a shitty comment. And then like five minutes later, I was like, no, I don't like that. I feel like the image is subpar and the, it was, mm. I was like, do you know, if I'm not, if I'm going to do it, I want to be able to, I want to actually do it properly. And then ended up deleting those posts and just thinking, no, I'll just share something in my stories. And when I've got the, mm. the brain capacity and the images that I want to actually use, then I'll join in again. Yeah. I think, I think it would have been like almost a bit much if we'd both like taken part and done every single day, you know, it would yeah. have made people go, oh, well, actually we should it is a challenge and you should do every day and that wasn't the point you know like really it was just here's some prompts and here's some ideas and do mm. you want to just have a go and give yourself give yourself a bit of a framework i think it i think it was a success and i hope that people gained a lot from it so what have you been up to what what have you done <laughs> what you what you been doing <laughs> apart from baby you know, parenting and I've just had... been painting some paintings I've seen that <laughs> so it's not been an overly um interesting social couple of weeks for me I've very much been in the studio or parenting and that's been about it and I can't remember a time where I've been so I can't quite think of the right word but maybe dedicated at getting myself into the studio as often as I can I'm trying I've set myself a ridiculous um uh not deadline because it's not a real deadline, but I really like want to get a few of my yeah goal to get a few of my big florals done in the next couple of months, which is not I don't usually work that quickly, mm. in order just to take a little bit of the pressure off for my exhibition. I'm getting there. I'm working a bit faster than I usually work, and I don't know if it's just you know with the lack of time comes a economy of time. Like you know you just get better at actually. I think they didn't they say like. Wasn't there? A, isn't, yes, <laughs> this is great. We're both groping. <laughs> we don't know what to talk about. There's a saying, there isn't there? Like, oh gosh, I can't remember it. Something about time and <laughs> you know, like the task takes the the time you assign it or something. Yeah, maybe something like that. I've got to find it now. <laughs> Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law. What the hell is Parkinson's law? Parkinson's <laughs> See, I knew it. <laughs> Fucking love Google. <laughs> Parkinson's law is the adage that work will expand to fill the time allotted for its completion. Oh, that's like a that explains my life. <laughs> exactly. I I've read it before and I'm like, "Oh my god, that is 100% me." Deadlines can cause procrastination or even prompt people to fill their time with trivial matters or can make you suddenly get everything done in a very short amount of time. So yeah, 
There you go. If you have two weeks to complete a task, it will take you two weeks to get it done. If you have two days, it will take you two days. And that is pretty much me because I'm very much like it's either now or it's not now person. So if I don't have like a deadline, then it's not now, which means I don't think about it. Mm. And I find that if I do set a deadline or I have a deadline, I'm much more efficient and effective with working. So, yeah, I've been frustrated because I kind of had a deadline for myself that I set being the week before the school holidays and then I kind of failed <laughs> I'll talk about this a little bit but we w- I will expand on it later when, when I've kind of got when I can kind of talk about it a bit more but I basically had a kind of brief to fill and I think quite obviously <clears throat> perhaps read the brief or understand the brief enough and I completed what I thought was the work. And then the feedback I got was, it's not quite filled the brief. So I have to redo now quite a little bit of work to the some paintings that I've done for somewhere. And then I have to repaint entirely two paintings. And that has thrown me a bit. Like, and I think because that happened just before the Easter holidays and I was basically out of time when I realised I've spent the last two weeks a little bit in my own head worrying about that and... It's, I suppose it has knocked my confidence a bit because I do feel a bit annoyed with myself that I didn't pay closer attention to the wording and I didn't ask enough questions really and I didn't kind of I didn't kind of ask for feedback sooner I just sort of went classic me mode mm-hmm. of I know what I know oh, yeah, 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 great 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 I, I know what I've got to do great thanks I'll get back to you when I've got you know eight paintings and then it's kind of hard because it's in those moments where you get really excited about your work as well it's mm. sort of you've got you you have an idea that comes into your head of I want to do these eight and you sort of charge ahead without paying too much attention to the start line mm. to the starting yeah. point and then at the finish line you sort of look back and think I've gone the long way around mm. but I think well that's it sometimes I think what I did was I didn't quite look at the map at all <laughs> and then I thought I was at the end I'm here! <laughs> and then it was like, we're over here in the next field. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Double back. Um, yeah. And I did, I did. I got too excited. I got too carried away with, with my own, with my own ideas. And I think that's because, you know, because I've never really had to paint to a kind of, uh, th- not theme is not the right word it, it's hard to kind of explain but I haven't had much direction before apart from my own and so I think it, it's been harder for me to kind of pivot away from that Yeah. and it's not like I'm not enjoying it or and it's not like I won't be proud and love these pieces at the end because I, I do and I will and I actually don't mind the changes uh, at first I was a bit like Ugh, but now I'm fine with them and I totally understand why. And it really was my not, not really, you know, I was just running with an idea and then that idea kind of snowballed and went, kept going rather than actually stop. What, remember what you actually need to do? Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Anyway. It gets it gets tough and you do have those things. Those little blips always make you feel a little bit less confident. But it all, mm. you know, I think 
when you've got this work together, you're going to feel so great about it all. But I think I need to apply your method now because I because I felt a bit derailed. And today I went in the, the studio, re- really for the first time today was the first full day I've had in the studio. And I just felt so slow and so, mm, I don't know what the word was, but like, like I was so excited to start. And then when I started, I just felt really like, just rusty and not really confident at all and 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 then in my own head like oh my god what was if this isn't right either and oh my god like this is gonna take me so long to do and I've had since December and it's now like fucking May and I'm useless and I shouldn't have they're gonna hate this and why did I say you know why did I think I could do and I actually just think I need to get out of my own head and do a Julie and go I need to get these finished by the end of next week. And that is just going to be, I need to do that. And I need to just tell myself I'm going to do that. And then that's going to be the dynamite up my bum to make me just do it and stop <clears throat> stop thinking about them and it's just do them. Funny, because you're not the only person to say to me today that you're having a crisis of confidence and, I've, and that you've been, oh, sorry, that you've been in your own head. Like there was, mm. I've had another friend message me today saying the same thing, another artist, and I've felt it myself a lot lately. I have been wondering whether it's the recession that's making mm. people slightly less confident and more in their heads about things. I know that for me, the last few years were really strong and works were selling really quickly when I got them into any of my galleries. Mm. And then now that's slowed down quite a bit. And every time that sort of happens, I feel myself question my work more and more and then yeah like I so I know I've been feeling like that and I think a lot of people have been and so whenever these little hiccups occur or whenever things don't just happen instantly yeah it's a really tough oh. one to sort of work yourself out of I know I called you even during the holidays twice because I'd gotten myself worked up into such a state of oh god everything I do is awful what am I thinking mm. with this exhibition I can't do both clouds and flowers and I think it's just going to yeah. be a mantra that you're going to have to beat me over the head with <laughs> this year because what, what is my mantra I don't know what do I have to say uh, snap <laughs> out Julie, of it. you shut up you can <laughs> <laughs> sorry no that's shut me. up you can that'll be <laughs> put that on a t-shirt Ju- Julie stop whinging you're not a pom <laughs> no I don't know um, Julie, you can paint. Come on. You can paint. You can paint. You're good at this. Uh, it just, it's horrible. That self-talk can be so horrible. And Honestly, isn't it? Because, like, I would not say to you what I was saying to myself in my head. I think I told <laughs> I you that at one that point when, when we were talking when you were having a little crisis. And I said, what would you tell me? And I was like, that you're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been lying. And then I think I sent you my spicy song playlist. <laughs> yeah. Love the spicy song playlist. We should put that in the show notes. There's not heaps in it, but it started off with... We, people can add to it. They oh, yeah. can add. Well, I... It's what... It's just great. It was so good. It was so what I needed. Yeah. It made me laugh. <laughs> that, so it started off with one song, that Martha Wainwright song. Not that we're afraid of, called, well, not that we're afraid of swearing on this podcast, but if there are little, you know, I can't Louis even. Is. Every word in the song title is a bit sweary. <laughs> Say it, but like beep it out. Have we got a beep oh, noise? Well, I can get a beep noise, or I'll I'll get the beep to effect. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's called bloody no, motherfucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
It's going to be beep, 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 beep. Oh. <laughs> and then a snort at the end. But I started listening to that song years and years ago when I worked at a corporate job and I had for a while the most horrendous boss. And so on my drive home every day, I would put that song on really loud and sing it until I got home and I'd always feel it. so much better so now whenever I'm having a bad day or working through something I start with that song it's such a good song I'd never heard it before and I was like this song is good but I have children and I want to not I want to play it really loud in my house but it's a school holidays and I can't I can it's recommend a headphones it in a only song or in a mm. studio when you're on your own yeah but yeah so if anyone's got any song recommendations go for it so you know yeah <laughs> I think you're right, though. I think a lot of people are feeling like this and it and it is normal. And, you know, we all just have to kind of remind ourselves that, like, it's there is a global recession happening. And it's any time you think eh, my work's not selling because I've suddenly become rubbish. It's pro- probably, you know, got to check the facts. Like, <laughs> has your work suddenly got rubbish? M- no, not really. It's more likely that it's that the economy has got rubbish mm. and that's why like i've still not even put i won't by the time this comes out i hopefully will have but i've been procrastinating about putting out a newsletter because i've got these four pieces now that i are surplus and you know and i've had a lot of messages and people saying like oh they're lovely they're going to be for sale you know and i've just procrastinated about putting them on my newsletter or telling people they're going to be available I think through fear of what happens if nobody likes you know like because they've kind of been rejected once what if they're rejected again you know and it's so hard I it's so hard to put the bright fruit I think they're yeah but and I, I do so and I think that's the problem I love them I love them mm. and I'm proud of them and I, I'm therefore like it's your baby you don't want to say does anybody want baby? And then they go tumbleweed and then you'd be like, oh, nobody likes my baby. It is. I think that fear of failing does, it's a really common thing to stop you from doing something. And mm. I think at some point you've, you you get to the point where you just jump. Yeah, I know I have to. And I think I have been using the whole, but it's been the school holidays, so it's been a bit too hard to kind of write a newsletter excuse if I'm really honest like I have actually written the newsletter I just haven't attached the images and press send yeah I did my first one really wouldn't take you that long yeah it took I mean it took me months of talking about it and but finally I sent out my first newsletter which I was actually that's something I didn't fail at this month which is great I'll see if I can keep it up writing my little I've started like a little blog newsletter which I'm not sending out but people can go and find it where I'm just oh, going to keep an update of the progress of the paintings that I'm doing for the exhibition. Because mm. I really do want my newsletter just to stay something that I send out when I've got new works available so that I don't feel like I'm pushing stuff to people's inboxes all the time. Yeah, you see, I kind of want to turn it around and make it more of a kind of less about, oh, here's a thing I've got to sell and more about here's what I'm doing because I feel like Instagram is not showing much of what I'm doing to anyone and who knows what's going to happen with it I just feel like everything's people are leaving it you know everything's kind of all a bit weird with Twitter and TikTok and everything just you know the threat of like is this the end of all of this and so I don't want to lose that connection and I don't want I love kind of sharing what I'm up to and so 
I, I think if I can get in the habit of trying to make my newsletter more like an interactive, like especially with Substack, it can be kind of interactive mm. and make it less of a marketing kind of here's my what I've got for sale and more of a like this is what I've been up to and occasionally things might be for sale or here's where you can find it or blah 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 um but I'm just trying to figure out how the tone of writing it and that's I think what I've uh, got a bit in my head about and I think the first one is always the hardest because you can just sort of start refining it after you've yeah done like and an initial the word vomit what's the the, the saying because i love a saying um <laughs> is there a quote is <laughs> a quote there's probably a quote perfectionism is the sister of procrastination mm. or the mother or one of the related to anyway <laughs> cousin <laughs> friend they go hand in glove um yeah because the, the more i want it to be perfect the more I procrastinate and then yeah, you know, it's, you know, in that it rings cycle. true for me that... and I know that like that perfectionism thing is is something that I've always struggled with I'm getting better at it with with age and with things but it's still a little bit of a weak you know it's like my Achilles heel I think but yeah so that, that was that and then what else oh yeah so I got food poisoning <laughs> in the holidays that was fun and actually when I say I got food poisoning that's a lie I gave it to myself <laughs> Easter present just for I you sort of, <laughs> I didn't contract it from food that I bought no I just failed to heat up some rice properly and <laughs> because my husband was away for six days that's to be fair which was quite hard in the holidays and I don't know about you but I end up not really eating proper meals and stuff just like the kids leftovers yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I'll cook for them, obviously, yeah. but I don't always want what they're eating. And I, well, I can't really be bothered doing, like, a proper, you know, like a lasagna or anything like that, which, I knew, you know, if it's my husband's there, I'll be, like, lasagna make a proper meal. And a salad. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I was eating a lot of, like, just weird leftover <laughs> kids' food and bits and bobs and rice and stuff. Um and I had this rice in the morning, kind of, I don't know, I'm not very good at breakfast. And then I I ate like at 11 o'clock some reheated leftover rice and I didn't quite, you know, in the microwave, I've got a microwave. And, you know, and it's like really hot, like you can't even pick the bowl up because the bowl is like hotter than the sun. And you have to use sort of like industrial strength oven gloves to take it out of the microwave. But then when you put your spoon in the middle, it's weirdly cold. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> What's that? I like that you clarify that sentence by saying I've got a microwave. Like (laughs) some people don't. (laughs) Cut that bit out, Julie. I'm sounding weird. (laughs) Just you always get a bit loopy when we record at night. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, it's funny. I've got a bit. (laughs) These are the nighttime nuggets of (laughs) Phoebe. What are we talking about? Your your microwave rice. (laughs) I ate the rice. Long story short. Felt queasy, got worse. Then I spent six hours being sick in the evening, and um, that really took the wind out of my sails. I have to be honest; that was quite, quite rubbish. We won't put that recipe in the uh, in the newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I just put, you know, like don't heat rice. Apparently, it's good for 
like the next day if you heat it up really 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 hot but anything beyond that and anything under boiling hot is a no-no for rice so who knew not me <laughs> just everyone else <laughs> um and then i think because of that i sold some paint so i've been sent selling those um little paper artworks that i have been sort of managing to still do here and there in the evenings and the mornings and things as a kind of little fun way to stay sane and I've been selling those kind of once a week putting a few on my stories and <laughs> I sold four po wrapped up four posted them off and then um well I posted them off the day after the food poisoning and then the next day went in the studio or the day after that and we're sorting out some papers, some a pile of paper, the ones that hadn't sold. But on the top was one of the ones that had sold. So what did you send? Just an empty envelope? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I looked at this painting and I picked it up and went, I've sent this. <laughs> Is this a glitch in the matrix? Like, What's going on? I turned it over and I was like, oh no, that definitely is the name of the painting that I've sent. And then I was like, but I, but I can't have sent it. Like, so what have I sent? Has it arrived? Has the parcel arrived at its... No, it hasn't arrived. Like, so I messaged the lady and I was like, look, I'm really sorry. And I explained. I was like, I don't know what I've sent you, but it's not this because I still have this. And she was really lovely about it and was like, oh, that's, you know fine and she's an artist and she's like that's my fear I always have that fear that I'm going to send something to the wrong place oh anyway um so I've resent the painting the correct painting and I'm waiting for her to now tell me whether or not something turns up or whether I just imagine that I did sent four and I only sent three I, I don't know I was in a bit of a I wasn't quite the full picnic clearly that day but um, but then I also had a phone call from a man um, who'd bought a print, and this was just after COVID that I'd had <laughs> back in whenever that was March, and he was like, "Oh, um, just had the print arrive that we ordered, but the wrong size." Oh no! And so then I had obviously not sent the right size. I'd sent the smaller size and not the larger size. So obviously I was very, you know apologetic and I felt really bad because it was for a birthday present and da 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 you know I was like oh no again trying to work when I've been unwell yeah and just not you know paying attention like I struggle with things anyway like generally <laughs> with ADHD getting things right mm. and paying attention I'm, I'm always so hyper vigilant like I I've tried to have you know a phone call with you before when I've been doing stuff and I've got uh, I have to go, Julie, because I've got to write an address on. <laughs> I can't, yeah. you know, like I have to really, really focus. And I'm normally really, really good at like crossing stuff off and checking. And But I think when I'm not 100%, that's when the wheels fall off a bit. And so, yeah, I messed that up. And then I felt really just, those that happened like, like consecutive days. And I just felt like, what am I doing? Like, I just need to give this gig up. <laughs> uh, like, I think you just needed to take a break. Like that's when that, you know... Yeah. Actually taking the time to recover and not trying like as much as I'm a shocker for setting myself deadlines and trying to get things done as quickly as possible. 
Mm. Sometimes I think slowing down and taking the time to recover from when you're not feeling well and, you know, yeah. the world isn't going to end if like, someone just gets It would have been better for me to just not post this out for a few more days. Mm. But then there was me going, oh, got to get it done, got to get it done, because then I can tick it off the list and it won't be on the list and then yeah. I don't have to hang it over my head. So got to get it done, got to get it done. And then actually doing it wrong. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Like making more work for yourself in the end. Like what's that word? Less haste, more speed. <laughs> this is just going to be the, the podcast of sayings. We've got one. It's you got a, a problem, we've got a saying. Fix it right up. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you got a you've got a problem Phoebe's got to quit <laughs> so you have been all systems go with your um trying to, trying to get ahead a little bit yeah and um, then have you got anything else that's been added to that or is it just that I haven't added doing? anything new thankfully I'm trying cool. to get things ticked off I suppose and yeah. Luckily, sleep has sort of started to come back into our household a little bit in the last few weeks. So, you know, we're not every time that you think you've got some sort of new routine, something goes a bit bonkers. But for the moment, we're all getting a little bit more sleep than we used to be. So that's a step in the right direction, Mm, at least, which is good. Uh, The reason I asked about are you doing anything else was because you've got the word commission written here. So I assume that that was something else. Uh, That was that was that was was you to segue in there segueing me in. Um, I was sort of trying to provide you a vehicle to I didn't jump attack, in and no, instead I just waved at you, the vehicle and watched it pass. <laughs> you said no and I looked at your list and went it's weird Julie because it contradicts exactly what's written right <laughs> so um I think this last couple of weeks I have been having a little crisis of confidence and one of the things that have has brought me back from that has been the fact that I still am getting quite a few commission inquiries, which is great, mm-hmm. even though I don't, I've not got any space to do them until next year, which is okay. Um, but I had someone come back to me. So it's a family friend, like someone sort of that grew up with us that we were mm-hmm. really close with. And years and years ago, like maybe six or seven years ago, they asked me about a commission and I said, yep, no worries. That's fine. I'm happy to do mm-hmm. one for you. Gave them a price we talked about it and then I had they kids. Didn't, they they had didn't kids. come back and say Lots they want of... the commission <laughs> at the price you did six years ago, did they? They didn't say they wanted that <laughs> price, but I was going back through our conversation because I'd saved it all at what price I'd said that I would do it for. And I was just, I can barely even get my materials for that price anymore. Anyway, so I, think, I wrote back I think, and said... I think you might have to say you've lost that email. <laughs> okay. It's one of those, you know, I hate talk. I hate talking about money, but mm. however, it was one of those things where I can't afford to do my painting for that much anymore. Yeah. So I did went back to them and said, look, all the prices have gone up because, you know, in the last so many years. Yeah. So if we go ahead, I, I can't do it for less than this much. Let me know. If, if that doesn't work out for you, then I'm really sorry. It's just, mm. it's been quite a while since we had that discussion. Um, and they still seem to want to go ahead, which is great, but I had that moment of just, absolute sheer panic of oh dear god like (laughs) this is where you you write into your commission page like all your that first email whatever that you send Mm. when you send out that price you write on there this price is valid for x months yeah (laughs) so that people don't come back 
But yeah, turns out I do need to look at timing as well. I keep thinking at the moment that, so I have since our first commission discussion, I have put together a commissions page on my website with some of the advice that we talked about, which was actually, Mm. I felt like quite a good thing to do. But I'm thinking about taking it one step further and having a commissions contract and getting people to sign. Mm. I had a weird um, message on Instagram this week from someone who was wanting to get a commission and they were being super aggressive and I actually backed out of it in the end because I think it it wasn't a scam. They were just going to be super... they messaged like four or five times. You haven't gotten back to me, and it was overnight. Whoa! And it's like Chill sometimes out. I can't get back to people within an hour, especially if it's like at the boys' bedtime. And I was thinking that from the beginning, it was smells scammy to me. But they were asking more interested questions than just they didn't start it with "hello, dear." To <laughs> they were less more pink flags, not quite red. Yeah, and then they started talking about could they get an image of the work at the end? And I was like, mm. Image of the work at the yeah, end? Yeah, and they wanted to pay now. And I said, look, I don't take a deposit until I'm a few months out from starting my work. Oh, I really want to pay you right now. And I thought, mm, no, this oh, is that, feeling As right. soon as you say that, that sounds like they're going to say, and I can pay you by check. Yeah. Or <laughs> Had they mentioned check at any point? And then I also was just trying to move the discussion to email. And they yeah. weren't interested in doing that. And I just said, look, look. That's, I think that's a scam. That sounds dodge. But when they started saying that, I was like, oh, I don't know if I've got anywhere in my commission email that the works aren't to be reproduced. And mm. I thought I really should start having that inner commissions. Yeah, that sounds sensible. And Just I think with the, time the world frame the is at the moment also. with NFTs. And yeah. You don't want to suddenly like walk into Bed Bath & Beyond and see your painting on a duvet cover and I mean I still own the copyright to the work so people generally would know not to do that but you know if someone doesn't if they think they're buying the painting then gives them the right to do whatever they want with it it's sometimes nice to have something in black and white you don't want to have like some lengthy battle that you've got to get into Mm. you know like much better to have those things black and white beforehand so you don't have to do like you know reverse Exactly. What's the word? Like back end kind of. Mm. Ma- ah, hang on. No, that's actually my picture. You can't do that. Yeah, sometimes I think it's just worth spelling it out for people in black and white really clearly. These are not to be reproduced in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please sign here. Yeah, definitely. Very sensible. As I said, but, oh, I did a couple of little commissions over How the past, go? like pre. I finished it off in the Easter holidays, actually. It was only there. There were only little, smallish pieces, um, but I was pleased. I mean, they, I don't know if they've arrived yet from when I posted them, um, but they, they they sent a photo and they both seemed to like what I did. So that was nice experience. They, you know, both lovely people to deal with. Really easy communication. You know, like really um, straightforward. Nothing no kind of problems and it was quite, it was quite nice to have that experience like I That's haven't awesome. you know haven't one haven't really wanted to do commissions in the past I haven't really it's not been something that I've wanted to build into my kind of income too much because I I used to find that I got quite 
well, a little bit scarred from, you know, people being too, like, this is how I want it. And then, you know, me worrying the whole time that I'm not doing it exactly how they want it. But I feel like I've got more confidence now. And more, like, the... I think people know what they're going to get, you know, seeing my work, the the style that I'm doing, they kind of know, like, if they've asked for the, an image like X, Y, Z, they're going to get that. And I feel like I can live up to that, you know? So yeah, um, it's given me a little bit of a boost of confidence of, like, that could be something I could start to kind of push a bit more and try to broaden the net a bit more and... It's not been that long since you put up on your website that you're taking commissions. I think that's a really great little start. Yeah, I think if I, yeah, once I've got these other things out of the way, I think I will try to sort of encourage more people perhaps to do that because it's, it would be really nice like you to have like a list of people like queuing up. Like I can't even imagine what that must be like, but it would be lovely to have that kind of safety net of income and, um, yeah, so we shall see. But that, that that was a nice little thing to do. But yeah, I haven't really got any system at all. I haven't followed our advice yet, and I don't have like a page, <laughs> and I don't have a contract. And a... But anyway, I'll It'll get come there. with time. Like I still do things yeah. in a bit of a funny way, but I do it in a way that I'm comfortable with. And yeah, um... well, you, it makes me feel good that you've only just got to this stage, and you have been doing commissions for quite a lot longer <laughs> yeah I, and again that's a time thing like I've come to the point in where now where I don't have that much time so I've kind of got to be a little bit more organized or yeah. I can't meet those deadlines mm. but I have been you know in the last couple of years I do often wonder oh should I still be doing commissions you know letting other people sort of have a bit of a say this year with sales slowing down in galleries it is a nice yeah alternative income yeah. stream because it does mean that I'm not fretting when things are taking longer to sell in galleries because I've got that other sort of steady yeah. it is slow I don't take on a lot um I wouldn't want to only be doing commissions yeah but it does take the pressure off that little bit mm. um but in saying that I, I do worry about my lead time at the moment because it's about a year and just you don't know what I mean, that, I, I can't rely on that income 100% yeah. because I won't take a deposit until I'm a few months out because I feel yeah. like... Oh, you just don't know what's going to happen in a year. and Yeah, and if I took a deposit now and then someone decided they wanted to change their mind... And you spent the deposit. <laughs> well, either you've spent the deposit or if they... You know, even though you say it's a non-refundable deposit or whatever, I think if someone really arced up, I wouldn't want them to be no. left with a bad... And if I haven't done any work, then yeah. I don't know why I'd be taking the... No. Yeah, no, so it's... I wouldn't want to take deposit a year in advance, definitely not. Yeah. All right, so now that you're back in the studio, how's that all going? So you said your first day was good. What are your... Well, my first official day was today. Yeah, I'm just back in my garden studio. So I've got a little studio in my garden, which I just said, and then I repeat <laughs> Like the microwave, doing the microwaving. It's nearly 10 o'clock. Because, yeah, I did have um, a space in town that I've actually moved out of. It was one of those things where at the beginning when I 
got the studio in town it seemed like a really really great idea because it was a bit bigger and quite nice to be not at home like my husband works at home and you know whilst that's lovely in lots of ways it's also quite can be a bit distracting there's jobs you've got to do you know laundry and washing and blah 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 and people pop round or you know it just I thought no I can have a studio space in town where I it's only a seven minute drive and then I'm there basically but it was a shared space and as much as the lady that I was sharing with was really 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 lovely lady and she wasn't really there ever like she worked full-time so she was only going to use it in the weekends and stuff so we were never really going to overlap but her stuff was still there in the room and it wasn't like a huge huge room that I could kind of I don't know I just think I felt quite I I didn't realize how affected I would be about being in a space that wasn't just mine until I was in it if you know what I mean Mm. I think if it had been a huge room like when you're at you know college or uni or whatever and it's like a big space and you 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 know you're with other people but that's just because that's becomes the norm doesn't it but when you're used to being by yourself in a studio and it's just you and you can do whatever you want and fling paint around and not worry about (laughs) flinging paint on anyone else's stuff and then you're suddenly in a room where one half has got her things and one half's got my things you know and I'm really messy and I did just worry like oh god if I get paint on her painting or um or and I just always sort of thought like maybe she might come in and and then I would be not you know like I would just I just kind of found out found I wasn't using it as much because I I just didn't I don't know I just realized how comfortable I felt at home in comparison in my home studio but it was great to have like the extra room because I was using it kind of as storage but there was other problems, like the parking was quite an issue. I could never really get a parking space nearby and blah, blah, blah. There was just other reasons why it wasn't really working. And I found I didn't really go in there at all over the summer holidays. So I was paying, you know, it was really reasonable rent, but I was still paying a little bit of money every week to kind of hold it, hold the space. And anyway, and then they they sort of basically said they needed the storage space back. And because I wasn't going in, <laughs> clearly, then, um, you know, would I mind moving out and I kind of was a bit initially like oh no I really I really need I really should have used that space and then actually when I went there and picked up all my stuff I kind of I thought no you know what this it wasn't quite right it never really felt mine and Mm. I didn't realize that that's actually quite an important thing into you know you don't really know these things I think think you need to try them out and um, yeah, I just so that's it's going to be a little bit difficult because now I'm back in my garden little studio and that is quite small. So working on bigger pieces or more than one piece at once does become quite tricky. So now I've just got to kind of navigate how best I'm going to do that and think about. Yeah, I don't know quite know what I'm going to do, but cross that bridge when I come to it I guess I look at your space and get a bit jealous and go oh look how much space Julie's got but then I have to remind myself like I'm really really lucky to have what I have and I do have a garage I could use if I needed to so Mm. it's not ideal but 
Yeah. My last space was the same the same space as yours. Was it? What? Yeah. Nine square meters. Yep. Yep. Feels tiny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. I think when I zhuzhed it up and I didn't have a table inside, and so yeah. I think that took out a lot of. I probably could completely take out a lot of the shelf. Like I think I've got a lot of dead space in there. Mm. That's probably a project that I should think Moving about. Moving all your old art supplies into tubs and put them in your garage and then... Yeah, just things like the shelving unit that I've got in there that has got stuff that I use in, but it, like not that often. Like yeah. And like you said, I could put that in the garage or... I don't know, Tim, my husband might be like, no, <laughs> you can put it all in a big tub with a lid and then you can give the shelving unit away. We had quite a few artist shout-outs come in this week, so I thought we could have a look at those. Yeah. There were a couple that we missed while we were on our little holiday break. Okay. So I'm sorry that we missed you, but just keep in mind that when we record, we're one week ahead. Yeah. yeah. And I thought maybe what we could do is if, because we like some weeks we're going to get lots and some, you know, more than other weeks, and it would be a bit of a boring podcast if we read out like 20 artist shout-outs. So we'll read sort of two to three each week, and if you do submit, and we haven't read you out, we will pop you in the newsletter. So you will still get a kind of mention that way. Um, I hope that's all right. And you just sort of understand that we we kind of just have to randomly select a couple. There were quite a few for this week. So I've just chosen, it was just a first in best dress scenario. So the first one is Rebecca Coerting and her Instagram handle is Rebecca Coerting underscore art. And she's the artist in residence at Modern Furniture Store in the European Concepts with over 14 paintings and she's exhibiting until May 29th in Perth in Western Australia. Lovely. Um, The next artist is Abby White and she is at Abby underscore White underscore art and she is holding her first mini solo exhibition at Hobby Lane Cafe in Mitchelton, Brisbane. And the exhibition runs for eight weeks and all the details will be on my social in the coming weeks. So check that out. The last one is Elizabeth Kate and her Instagram handle is elizabeth.kate.art and this is the first time that she'll be attending the other art fair in Sydney so which is on from the 11th to the 14th of May in the cutaway. She has some tickets to give away so if you would like those give her a DM or her email I'll pop in the newsletter. Yay okay cool okay quotes have you got any quotes today Julie? I haven't got any quotes, but I was before we got on to record, I was listening to a podcast uh, called Philosophy, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And he was, I haven't listened to the whole thing. So hopefully the rest of it is as good as the first like 20 minutes. Mm. He was talking with a guy called Guy Montgomery and they're both comedians. And they were talking about that whole shtick about if you do a job you love, then you'll never yeah. work a day in your life. And how they find that the flip side of that is also that it also means you will work every day because you're kind of mining your life for content. And I just found the whole chat really interesting. So yeah, I thought I'd I'd do that instead. Lovely. I like that. I I was listening to a podcast as well. I'll I'll read out a kind of of quote again. Kind of a quote, kind of not a quote. Um, One of my favourites is the, and I know I've mentioned it before, but it's the Andy J Pizza podcast. And I just really, I just really love him. I'm just a massive fangirl of his podcast and um, I think maybe because he's got ADHD and he just does these massive long rambling monologues and I absolutely love them <laughs> uh, just everything he says about creativity is always just so 
for me like it just really hits the nail on the head um and one of his recent kind of posts that he put on social media was about just remembering that you're you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and that's okay and just you know like you can't be for everyone but and you don't like everyone yourself so you know why would everyone want to like you and and it's really important to remember that um so he's he put this little reminder to self being cool with not being everyone's cup of tea is a requirement if you want to be creative and i just thought yeah that's really good you need you need to know that you are not for everyone but you will be for someone and the person that loves you you will be their favorite cup of tea so i love that i like that yeah I like that during this podcast, we've had like four different sayings and quotes throughout it when we're supposed to just be talking and we get to the quote section, we both come up blank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we go a bit blank because I had, hadn't really been thinking about the end part of the podcast. And I hope people don't mind that this week's podcast has been quite a, kind of more of a kind of rambling catch up chat rather than a kind of delve into one single topic. Um we will be probably delving into a topic next week. We've kind of um, circled around in this episode and I think we've sort of decided we'll come back to that next week. So, um, yeah, hopefully it wasn't too boring just listening to us ramble about what we've been up to and catch up with each other. But, uh, yeah, we sort of forgot how to podcast a bit. <laughs> Don't we, Julie? But thank you for listening. Thank you for keeping on tuning in. It's pretty amazing yeah. to us that we're... I don't know, Seasons on podcasts are a bit of a funny thing. You kind of decide where they start and end. Yeah. It's not like there's a particular format. But to be 15 episodes in and for us to still be really loving it yeah. and to be getting the feedback that we're getting. and Yeah, like, I mean, we're like 40,000 downloads in now. So that's pretty exciting and, and really mind-blowing, to be honest, that that many people have downloaded and listened to our, our ramblings. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, it's just so nice. So nice to be part of this community with the rest of you, Flap family. It feels very cosy and lovely and nice, a nice community. Okay, have you got any funny fails before we end? I have got a funny fail. I've got a funny fail from Druvy. So she wrote and said, I was attempting a self-portrait, something I try to do annually to see my growth, and I had this fantastic idea to do the portrait in all metallic paints. Uh It started out great, and then I know I should have stopped but I went in with charcoal. My five-year-old walked past the painting and ran off, and he told me, Mama, your picture scares me. I saw it. I could not unsee that it was scary, so I had to throw it out. Lesson learned. And kids are always brutally honest. Oh, no. You don't want your five-year-old to actually run away (laughs) because you've traumatised him with a core memory of your scary painting. I do like the idea of doing an annual portrait to see her growth. I think that's pretty cool. Maybe we should try that. I hate. I don't think I've ever tried to self. No, I have done a couple. They're never very good. I don't think I've done a self-portrait since I was in high school. So well, maybe, maybe we need to do that. (laughs) We might wrap it up there, but before we go, just wanted to say a quick thank you to those people who've bought us coffees lately, and there's been a few because we've been away. So Claire, Bethany, Kerry, Frankie, Pfizer. Diamond and Willow, Jules, Nina, Amy, Provan and Juliet. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It was so nice to to have some come in when we weren't even putting out any podcasts. I was really Yeah, I felt like you know, they touched. felt really special. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you so much. 
Um, and we really, really appreciate it. And we are so close to um, booking me a flight so that I can go and visit Julie in person, hopefully in some point in the, our winter. So we're looking at maybe August or some somewhere around then. Yeah, so you guys are going to be helping us do that. Um, and we are excited because we're going to be doing some fun things, I think, when we get together, aren't we, Julie? be good yeah Yeah. holding a podcast together in person and yeah generally just brainstorming lots of different things that we're going to hopefully do with the podcast so you all contributing towards that and other things that go with podcasting so much appreciation all righty well it is quite late here and probably time for us to wrap up but If you have liked this episode, if you like listening to our podcast, please, can you do us a favour, take a screenshot um, right now and pop it in your stories, tag us at Fail Like an Artist and share it with your followers or just snap a screenshot of what you're up to right now while you're listening, Um, unless you're like on the toilet or something, that'd be awkward. Um, assuming you're out and about or painting or doing something you know appropriate for sharing on social media um, <laughs> sorry I've gone a bit too lovely I'm really tired <laughs> Julie you carry on <laughs> even if you're not into sending screenshots another really nice way of sharing the pod is just to send it to one of your art buddies so the best way for us to reach new audiences is when someone actually recommends mm-hmm. us because I don't know about you, but I always, that's how I find yeah. new shows. Is when I was trying to think earlier, them. how do I, how did I find out about, you know, X podcast or Y podcast? And it's always because like someone I know or like has told me about it and I go, oh, yeah. oh I like them. I like stuff. Yeah. They like stuff like me. Um, and we really appreciate it. So thank you very much. And well, we will be in your ears. Monday morning, New Zealand time, Australian time. If you're overseas in the Northern Hemisphere, that might be Sunday night at some point, and then you can wake up fresh on Monday morning and listen to it on your way to work. Just make sure you're following the show and have automatic downloads turn on, and then on your way to work on Monday, you'll be right as Work is in your studio in your garden like us. (laughs) It won't be a very long commute. (laughs) Listen while you paint. Okay. Julie, I need to go to bed. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, I know this ending's kind of fallen apart a little bit. You can find the podcast on Instagram at fail like an artist. Yeah, check out the newsletter. It's a fun little thing that we put together. And go and have a look now in the show notes. You can find a link there. Uh, it's easy peasy to sign up and get that dropped into your inbox. Um, so that that's about it, I think. Yep. We will speak again, Julie, soon. I'm sure and we'll be in your ears again next week so until then thanks for tuning in keep failing bye <laughs> bye we deafened you <laughs> um I, I sound okay you make a noise beep 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 oh yeah you barely register so do you want to see oh am i is it quite quiet no no you well, that's good, isn't it? You shouldn't register on my computer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I meant as in how do I sound to you? <laughs> Not. Do the beep, beep, beep again. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> you can tell. Should I do it now? <laughs> okay. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> beep. <laughs>
Can you tell I've had too much time at home with kids because the only thing I can think of saying is cards. <laughs> that was so funny. I can't remember who rang who. Must have been me. Because it's recording. Must have been me. But it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we've descended oh, into. That is lovely. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.